0: Hello, and welcome to Shrink, the podcast for the mind. I'm Philippe Taron, and I talk to the people who want to have a better understanding of their issues with weight and body image. Hi, Nina.
1: (laughs) Hello, Philippe.
0: (laughs) We're laughing because we were... um... Uh, thinking about the different games we, uh, we were going to do, we are going to do at our workshop, uh, <laughs> which is Sunday in a week, a bit more than yeah. a week, yeah. on May the 1st.
1: Big date, actually, May Day.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, May yeah, Day. Yeah yeah, 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 it's quite yeah. a big date yeah. we chose yeah. as well. Okay. So, I'm and, um, yeah, we were laughing because we were thinking about the different exercises we could do, and we were rehearsing some of them. and uh, in, And it's funny to to see how quickly we got into a playful mode, in fact. Yes. Just by rehearsing. And, and I don't know if rehearsing is, uh, is the right word for that. but uh,
1: Well, just, yeah, we were just... Actually, you just use the word playing. We were just playing them yeah, out yeah. and uh, see what worked in relation to, um, I guess, what we're trying to talk about, which um, is the inner child.
0: Yeah, the inner child and the... And and how difficult it is to uh, to be in touch with our yeah inner child. and access
1: it access
0: exactly. it and being and then letting that inner child express itself, um, yes. because we we feel like we need to behave in a certain way both um, in the way we we talk to others in the way we talk to ourselves a lot yes. in fact so it's not like we're even free in our speech you know with ourselves and in the way we move which yes. is. Uh, um, you know, it's like we have to behave, yeah. And we live in a society, and so it, you know, so there are rules. I mean, it's fair. We, you know, that it should be that way. But then I really believe, and and so do you. I think that sometimes we need to get back to that inner playful child. Yes. And um, and that's that's the idea of that workshop. Is that we, we want to give you, you know, tools. The tool sounds a bit like uh, harsh, but uh, you know, so <laughs> you want to play and 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 have fun and see what what it creates. Yes. And ideally, it's it's a space at, and in which there will be more freedom for you to express yourself.
1: Yeah, in every way, like both uh, mentally and physically, and like the two things kind of being mm-hmm. both very much inter like related. And I think. I think the reason why why would you say we need to access that inner child? Like, what exactly? What what can what can he give us? It,
0: well, he it can. It, we need we need to to be in touch with that inner child to be in touch to properly with our emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, without, you know, most of the time I see it as a therapist when we when my clients or even my friends, everyone, in fact, and I do it for my, with myself as well. When we we're in touch with an emotion, let's say anger or, or fear, we analyze it, we analyze it and we judge it. We say, oh, you know, why am I feeling that way? I shouldn't feel that way. Maybe I should do more, uh, I don't know, more exercise. Maybe I, I'm being dramatic and mm-hmm. uh, instead of welcoming this emotion and, uh, and play with it, you know, play with that emotion and see what it, what, you know and. Welcoming that emotion. I know it's tough. It's easy to say. Yeah. It's not easy yeah. to practice, of course. Yes. But, but that's the idea. Otherwise, we keep repressing these emotions. Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, and it, there is this um, uh, metaphor that I've heard plenty of time before of uh, yourself being like a guest house mm-hmm. and like welcoming guests. And uh, not and those guests don't have to be good or bad. Like there's no judgment in what guests come, and sometimes it can be anger and sometimes it can be anxiety. Sometimes it can be someone we think we don't like um, or we don't like full stop. Um, mm-hmm. And how do you practice that sense of openness? Because the moment you've welcomed something, like you said just now, like um, you can also let them go past. Past it. Yeah. So as as they come in, you're giving yourself a chance to letting them also go rather than just, you know, shutting the door and pretending that you exist in a space that is like controlled for your own happiness. And, and I think that is like very, um, it resonates so much also with um, movement, all of that kind of like creating like a sort of infrastructure that makes things as good as you can imagine them. But actually from the outside in, so layering on top of each other things that are good for you or both mentally and both in terms of relationship, everything you can actually make that um metaphor extend that metaphor to everything that you practice and and that's not exactly freedom, like you're just creating like a really safe space, which is very important, but you're not allowing yourself to be resilient outside of that safe space mm-hmm. and so what happened is that. The moment, um, sometimes I make this uh, metaphor with some of my clients, it just, um, it's like your elbows are made of uh, glass mm. and you can decide whether to pad those elbows and make sure that nothing touches those elbows or you get rid of the pads and actually try to make your elbows a little bit more resilient. No,
0: that's really, the. Yeah, and I, that I like means that. also, no.
1: it doesn't, resilient doesn't mean hard and it doesn't mean strong. It means adaptable mm-hmm. and, uh adaptability again goes back for me into improvisation for example Mm. and playing and intuition because it means that according to situations you'll be able to adapt yourself and move accordingly and that is for me true health as well like um, I
0: totally agree yeah and when you were mentioning the 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 different layers it's like um, anger has a very bad press and so Mm -hmm. so you know when Uh, some people are angry you know you would say why don't you go for a walk or why why don't you do some breathing or some meditation and yeah it can help you somehow you know calm down that anger but anger is a is it's not a bad emotion it comes out you know it starts usually with some kind of frustration and you need it's telling you something is not okay and yeah. and so and it's telling you maybe someone is talking to you in a way which is not okay or yeah. or the I don't know, the situation that you're ex- experiencing is not okay yeah and it you, we need anger and, and anger is not about we don't need to shout or break stuff or mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, um, it's anger is about being able to say no or i don't agree with that or i don't want that anymore and it's we need some kind of anger to make some decisions Yes, and so we cannot always uh, repress our anger or cover it. Yeah. even if it's not repressing, but covering it with, uh, with uh, I don't know, with all this stuff that you can find online Absol- now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, and
1: all yeah. the methods and like even the tools that we were talking about. And and I think the reason why uh, you, Philip, like corrected yourself with the tool word, just because you d- you didn't think it was like the exact word that you were mm. looking for, it, is that the reality of what we've been talking about together is that there is not like a fixed uh, methodology that can really get you where you need to be. The reality is that we're trying to create an experience of life that is an experience rather than the resolution Mm, of life. And uh, in that experience, it means that a lot of the time, there's no answer. That's like, I, I, I would like to create a space where you're not trying to find out how to get rid of your anger or Mm. how there is not like a manual. It's very much about the observation of all of those expressions of self um, within their own parameters. So anger can just be anger for itself, but it doesn't have to then what you always say, racket all the other emotions. So like, you know, I have, I have a lot of friends that like you use anger to express sadness. Mm. And that's when you get into like more, more um complicated territory because you're trying to you're trying not to experience sadness and so what is like what is it like if you actually redirect the anger into Mm. the real feeling and um and that i mean that is i do therapy weekly and that is very much part of my um
0: path
1: yeah and journey journey. with yeah Mm -hmm. yeah exactly with my therapist and Mm. for example i tend to use um anxiety and mania Mm. to replace yeah. um, sadness and and i mean and it's been an incredible discovery to realize how actually sadness first of all is not going to kill me mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, there's nothing to be scared of being sad oh, the
0: repre- if you repress sadness for too long it, that can uh, be it can really be, it can turn into yeah. uh, into the depression and stuff exactly. uh, then it can be dangerous otherwise yeah. no it doesn't exactly then you, you can
1: just and um and actually, once you've like witnessed and welcomed that sadness, you can then go into, well, that can actually turn into openness. Yeah, in to the grief moment. sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah and exactly, exactly. But in terms of, for example, um, playing with this um, with with these ideas around emotions, like, and also how they are embodied within the. Within well, I've already said the word embodied within <laughs> the body uh, embodied into our anatomy, maybe mm. that's nicer um, well it's it's definitely something that I feel like both of us have been finding very very interesting and it's kind of getting more and more consolidated, for example, in the workshop that we're going to be running um like as we said at the beginning on the first of May, where like there's there's constant metaphors between. Um, The therapeutic process for me Mm -hmm. and uh, the movement um, the movement practice and one of the things that we definitely have in common is uh, the idea of intuition which does bring you back into improvisation and I was talking briefly before uh, we actually started recording about um, how that kind of manifests within my uh, my practice and And what I like about, so it's not just move as you want, intuitively, you just, you know, get a mat and do whatever you want or not even a mat or whatever you Mm. are just stand and do it. There's a way of like, um, challenging that intuition by creating, creating a movement and patterns and, uh, sequences Mm. that are formed, are already formed, but that will challenge your all body alignment in a way that you wouldn't naturally do. For example, in the fitness industry as a trainer, there's very much an attention towards a certain type of angles and like that, you know, the knee can't go past the foot mm. and like can't, this should happen in this way, a squat is done. And all of these rules, I think they're very useful because they allow most people to follow any kind of training um routine or regime but again you are also kind of diminishing the the possibilities that the body has to move expansively Mm. and um and so in a lot of the movement that i practice i always try to challenge that and that is where improv come in and obviously like you you can challenge that with another partner and i think one of the reasons why philip and i thought about making a space where other people could come in and mm-hmm. play with us, is that actually you do need that level of um, connection with someone else so, so that someone else can play with you and vice versa. Because yeah. otherwise we do tend to stick to...
0: Yeah, we stick to the, to the same scenario again yeah, and, and again. And, like and the, the, the things that... Um, by creating, I'm sure when you when you give your uh, when you see your clients there in a in a safe place with mm-hmm. you. you, you guide them. Would you say that you guide them? You don't tell them what to do, but you guide them. Or,
1: yes, definitely. And
0: and same same with 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 my, with my clients, they feel safe because they know that they can. You know, they're in this, they're yes. in a safe place. And the idea of um, of uh, imp- improvisation, improv, uh, whatever you call it, is a uh, it's playing, but playing with the emotions playing with 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 your body playing with your facial expressions yeah. playing with your voice uh, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting in fact i'm not really specialized in this but some people are really specialized in the in uh, in, uh, the voice. in the voice and yeah. it's amazing so interesting. yeah amazing things can because be Because connects
1: back to breathing as well like yeah like when you get um voice experts for example they really can tell your uh, mental state yeah. according yeah. to where you're breathing if mm-hmm. you are shallow breathing your voice will sound more nasal or like like, yeah. like for example, so I can imagine the improving. Like just using improvisation just for your voice must be so interesting.
0: Yeah, it's 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 also it, it's also uh, uh, it's challenging because uh, somehow it's going to take you uh, out of your comfort zone, in a safe mm-hmm. place, but out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Let's say if you start, uh, if you, you 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 know you start talking to me and you tell me. Uh, um, You know, I've robbed this car, and I know you're going to be angry because it's not the right color. Let's say you would say something like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are you telling me? You know, so I have, yeah, yeah. with, with, you know, what are you telling me? How how do you feel? Like, are you my daughter? Are you? Are you um, a friend? Are you my wife? Are you? I don't know. It's so. Yes, there is something challenging, but it's also the idea is not to judge ourselves but to to play with it. Yeah. How do I feel when you're telling me? That you 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 uh, you you rub the car, but it's the wrong color. That's yeah. really wrong. I mean, I wanted a red one. I'm sure. You, I'm sure. I'm sure you got a green one. That's no, no. I'm not laughing. That's really. <laughs> That's terrible. Or maybe it's gonna make make me feel sad. Like, if you'd loved me,
1: you would have chosen the right. You would one. Have, <laughs>
0: have chosen the, the 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 red one. Yeah. Or maybe I'm, I'll be scared because I, I'll tell you, you know, I, you know, you know, that green cars are, t- are terrible for me. I always crash green cars. <laughs> I mean, okay, that, that's just maybe a, it's just a small example, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you can experiment, you can play with that. And yeah,
1: and it's basically the idea. The, um, what you're playing with is the the fabric of conventionality and like how we interact with each other on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you Play and challenge those kind of structure, and to try to be present within within that challenge, both body wise and in the way we, for example, we speak body language and speaking. For example, um, the more than you can actually apply that also to your real life. For mm-hmm. example, yeah, like for, I've yeah. noticed that I can be very manic. And um, what do you uh, mean by that? Exactly. So, like physically, that manifests in like being kind of quite forward speaking mm. loudly and quite fast. And so one of the things that I was reading this Buddhist, um, mm. Buddhist book, like really mm. incredible. Um, and um, anyway, and he was saying like, try to speak softly. And I was like, okay, obviously that's easier said than done. But if you catch yourself when that is happening, then you can actually update And that will have a completely different experience. Like that will create a completely different Mm. interaction with the other person. Interesting. And it doesn't mean that I'm not feeling manic, but it does mean that perhaps that mania has been borrowed for something else. If I'm just manic, I might just be manic, but at least the other person might have a bit of a better experience and might actually be able to listen to me. But if instead there's something else that I'm trying to cover up, which for me... I know for a fact that is often the case, which might just be tiredness, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I might just m- trying to like jump above my tiredness mm-hmm. instead of just being tired. Um, it just allows for things exactly like when you talk about slow eating. It doesn't mean that you want to eat slowly, but what does that ha- what happens when you do something in a different way? Physically, do it something in a different oh, way. It
0: creates, it creates it a crea- completely yeah, different experience yeah, yeah.
1: and. And it's not that you don't want to eat fast or it's not like you don't have the problems that you Mm. have surrounding food or maybe not even surrounding food, but it will create a different experience of that situation and which will allow openness, Mm -hmm. like some form of openness. And in that gap that you've created, there is possibility of growth, I think. Yeah, totally. And playing creates that too. Like again, getting in touch with the inner child, there are all ways of of creating that gap that is different to what you usually do of mm. doing something differently and uh, and I think that applies so much to training As, unfortunately I think so many people are goal oriented um, well like
0: what kind of goal like the one uh, it's
1: cosmetic, cosmetic. Often. <laughs> ah, yeah. and even if his mental health is related to what like you know i meditate so that i can feel calm after meditation mm. or so that i can solve my. or like even like the reason why you go to a therapist there's always like an intentionality that is very much goal-oriented which is understandable and that should stay there and that's probably why people stay within certain programs but in the fitness industry because Um, it's connected to mental health more and more now, but it definitely has a tendency of being kind of, it kind of like doubles acts as like very much in line with consumer society and then very much in line Mm. with, it really depends. It Mm. depends what angle you take it from. But from the beginning of when I started, I just really remember like lacking the idea of the experience in itself of like what was it like to play with, um with your own anatomy Mm. rather than just and what is that experience how that experience connects to like the universe or like the Mm. rest of the world rather than just be like oh yeah I need to squeeze in this so that I can then do have my life and look a certain way or Mm. feel a certain way and I think that's kind of where you and I met and like that's what we really like appreciate of each other's practices is like it is very i think the hardest thing and you i think you're going to have to bear with us a little bit is that the hardest thing is that we're trying to explain something that shouldn't really be explained yeah it should and, uh, <laughs> i think it should be as in like it's very intangible and, and we're talking yeah. about subtleties and the reality and that's why mm. i really think you should come on the first because it's something that is going to be experiential and that's what we're promoting mostly
0: because you could think uh, were you thinking well we're going to scare them by saying all this (laughs) in fact we're just going to we're just gonna play. Yeah. We're just gonna play for three hours, yeah. and uh, and 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 it's gonna be fun. That's the whole idea. It's not yeah. And, and and no, Nina, no, no, me, we're there to analyze you, or it's not. Yeah. It's not a therapy session. No. It's more an intri- let's say an introduction to the to the inner self and the yeah. uh, and the inner child.
1: And the pos- the possibility of creating a space that feels. Um, safe enough for all of us to open up further to go mm. into like a more intuitive way of uh being overall which i think in in turn will just make us a lot happier <laughs> yeah actually yeah. happier i know you don't really like that word no I but don't... i just mean like happier, as in like content and present mm. and more just where we no, are rather it's than good, uh, thinking constantly about the future, for example, or the past.
0: Yeah. It's not that I don't like, uh, happy, but it's like, we, now nowadays like we have to be happy. And, yeah. and I said, I said a few times, I don't believe in happiness as a state that you're in all the time. Yeah. I believe in some happy moments and I be, believe in being, uh, feeling good in mm-hmm. being, uh, you know, but not, I don't in believe in happiness state, as a yeah. goal. Like yeah. you know, we want to achieve all the time. I don't yeah. believe in
1: that. Well, yeah, vulnerability also is kind of if we're talking about vulnerability, for example, that's not and that's a space that we would like to be able to explore, for example. That's not necessarily a happy space or time. So I really agree with that. Hmm. I think it's like the idea of um, not being scared of feeling fear, not being scared of feeling sadness and playing playing, exactly and be yeah and be expansive so that we can have a full experience Hmm. of life and like more more three-dimensional yeah. less likes trying exactly yeah you know. squeezed in and like a bit like what i was telling him about that guy michael singer he's uh, a guy that i just i read a book about him not about him that he wrote and he talks about this house and like you've made this house so beautiful and you've made the perfect lighting in it yeah. and the perfect rooms and you've got all the amenities that you potentially that you might want and friends are coming in and like And that's a gorgeous house, but do you want to live in a house? That has walls, or do you want to be free? And yeah. that's a real question. And, and this,
0: in fact, you can make you can you could compare this image of the house with the image of the body. In fact, yes, you can work on having the perfect body, having the perfect clothes, the perfect jewelry, whatever, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, the perfect yeah, yeah, skin, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and but but still, you're not free. It's yeah. like or you're the locked perfect into health,
1: that. even the perfect health. Like you know, when yeah. people get yeah. like obsessed yeah. internally, yeah. like the they're house, not free. Yeah, and like yeah. there's just a lot of. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. Um, yeah. So we'll see you on yeah uh,
1: tabernacle 9:30 to 12:30. Yeah, on the first of May. May. It's a Sunday. And yes. Okay. Get in
0: touch. Thank you. Nina. See
1: you on the first. Thank you, Philip.
0: <laughs> Bye.